This July 4th, from Angel Studios, the force behind his only son and the chosen, comes an extraordinary true story of courage and redemption. Starring Jim Caviezel, the actor renowned for his unforgettable portrayal of Jesus and the Passion, and Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino. Inspired by remarkable acts of bravery, Sound of Freedom unveils the breathtaking true events of a dangerous mission to save young innocent lives. Sound of Freedom. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Go to angel.com slash freedom for tickets. Only in theaters July 4th. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Bendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep Almost immediately, I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I want to talk to you about immune systems. You know, that part of you that helps you fight off things like the common cold, which happens to be a coronavirus, COVID-19, RSV, other upper respiratory infections. Plus, maybe you feel, uh, I don't know, worn down or stressed out. Maybe you need help regulating blood pressure or insulin. Did you know that vitamin D3 does all of that? Vitamin D is not really a vitamin. It's a different type of substance. Your body actually helps make it when sunshine is exposed. But it also plays a very big role in your immune system. And if you have autoimmune dysfunction, it even helps you in that regard. Get your D3 all you need by taking BC Boost. Dr. Jeanette Nishwat's uh, little creation, BC Boost, it's combination of b12 vitamin c vitamin d and a little bit of zinc to help you stay immune positive that's bcboost.com bcboost.com you're listening to kevin mccullough radio breaking news as it happens what it means and why it matters Kevin McCullough, and here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Obliterated. 
Eliminating confusion. Amplifying truth. And pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough, now. Coming up, a big star-studded edition of Kevin McCullough Radio. Andy McCarthy, Kaylee McEnany, and Shelley Goldberg all straight ahead. We've got a big day of news to talk about. Stay with us. All right, Kevin McCullough, thankful to have you with us today, and I'm very grateful to have my next guest, a longtime uh, prosecutor in the Southern District of New York and uh, someone that knows the inside and outs of prosecution like very few uh, on the planet, but much less in the American system. Uh, Andrew McCarthy, a senior legal fellow at uh, National Review, rejoins us. Uh, Andy, we haven't spoken since I think the second and third Trump indictment uh, has been issued, and um, they keep piling up. Doesn't seem to be hurting him in the uh, popularity of the voters. But if he's locked up, does that matter? What's your assessment of where Mr. Trump is with these three pending or not pending, but uh, indictments that are hanging over him? Well, you're right, Kevin. It's hard to keep track of him. But, uh, you know, he's got the one in Manhattan and uh, that's a state one. And then the uh, federal one that the uh, same federal prosecutor, uh, Jack Smith, brought in uh, Marrell, uh, on the Mar-a-Lago document. So that case is down in Florida. Now he's looking at a second case brought by Smith in Washington and within the next month, probably uh, a, a fourth case, a criminal case against him, which will be brought by the uh, district attorney in Fulton County in uh, Georgia. And that doesn't uh, account for a big civil fraud case that's going to trial against him and his two uh, adult sons. Uh, on October 3rd. So he's got a he's got a pretty full plate. I agree with you that it's not hurting him with the voters. But of course, the voters uh, who are currently relevant are, uh, you know, basically the Republican base that votes in primaries. And I've, I've always thought the Democrat strategy here is they think that Trump has enough baggage uh, that he's mainly the guy that uh, Biden was very weak. Uh, can defeat. So they would like to see him uh, get it, get nominated by the Republican Party. And then they think they can defeat him uh, in November. So they think that these the idea is these indictments get the base fired up, but that eventually there'll be trials and all this information will come out. And it's a bigger electorate that Trump isn't as popular with anyway. And that will spell victory for Biden. So I think that's what they're banking on. Uh, if you were inside that uh, room advising them, what are you watching them do that's right? Or what would you have them do differently than what they are doing in terms of uh, asking for uh, different reasons for dismissals to different reasons for change of venues to et cetera, et cetera? What's what's the strategy there? Yeah, the best strategy. And I think they're doing a good job in, in this regard, Kevin. But the best strategy for Trump is delay. And the reason for that is that um, the. Federal indictments, if if you could get these cases, no matter what you think of the strength of them, uh, I think the Mar-a-Lago case is apt to be stronger than whatever case they try to bring on January 6th. But whatever you think of that, if he can get it pushed past the election, 
then it, it, the possibility or probability is that if, if a Republican has defeated uh, Biden, and certainly if Trump has defeated Biden, um, the Justice Department will simply dismiss the cases. Uh, and then they, you know, between uh, after four years, the statute of limitations would have run. So that would have been would be the end of them. There's been a lot of talk about, like, will Trump pardon himself? Uh, I don't think it'll ever come to that, because once you're running the Justice Department, you don't have to pardon people. You can just dismiss the cases. So anything he can do to push these cases beyond the November election is good legal strategy. And in the Mar-a-Lago case in particular, they have a lot to play with there because it's a classified information case. There's a long procedure in federal law about uh, that that pertains to admissibility of classified right. evidence, and it takes a long time to play out. So they're pushing that, um, you know, they, and now they'll argue in connection with this one that Smith has tactically indicted Trump in Florida in order to deplete his resources. And now he's trying to whipsaw him with another indictment. Uh, in Washington. And since the government took two and a half years to investigate the case, it's unreasonable under these circumstances to expect Trump to be ready for, to go to trial in a few months. So I assume that's what they'll be pushing. I mean, is the argument that if it took you two and a half years to um, uh, to bring the case, I, I deserve an, an approximate percentage of that time to prepare my defense? That's part of it. That's a big part of it. The rest of it is that would be true even if I had nothing else going on. But it so happens that, uh, you know, number one, I'm a political candidate, the number one right now Republican candidate in a presidential election. The court should try to uh, avoid, as the criminal justice system should try to avoid, unnecessary intrusion into, into the, the electoral process. Andy, the, the, the kind of two-tiered issue here seems remarkably inconsistent when you know how secure the White House is and the number of cameras that are in there and visitors logs and where it ended up actually being found as opposed to what Corinne Jean-Pierre said, this high traffic area. It's actually in a place where only a handful of people have access, but they can't find the person. Yeah. I, I, can I say two things about that, Kevin? One is, um, you know, on on surveillance tape, and as you point out, the surveillance all over the place in the in the White House, a bag of cocaine looks exactly like a bag of anthrax. And you can't tell me for a moment because I worked in the Justice Department for a long time, including in the anthrax scare after 9-11, that if it had been a bag of anthrax that they would tell you they couldn't find it or they couldn't figure it out. Right. Uh, I just don't think it's credible. And then the second thing I'd ask is, why is the case suddenly closed? You know, when when Bob Mueller took over the Russiagate investigation, and that was in May of uh, 20, right after Comey's firing. So May of uh, 2017, um, it was already known by the Justice Department that there was no Trump Russia collusion conspiracy. And yet they kept that investigation running for a year and a half on a sitting president. So how on earth do they do they justify shutting this thing down? The point is, is that they lied to us. I, I think yeah. that the Biden administration told them to lie to us. I hate I would hate to have to be the Secret Service guy that's sitting there telling his war stories in 20 years and goes, yeah, I wasn't on a team that, you know, got the, you know, allowed the president to get shot, but I was on the team that was told by the president we had to lie about who who had the cocaine in the White House. I mean, it's such an it's such an act of shame and dishonor for them to be able to say that they're incompetent or incapable of finding this person when you know that these guys 
are top notch, top to bottom every day, putting it all on the line for the safety of our chief executive. And you know that they know who, who it is and they could find out who it is. And there's some other force at work to prevent them from saying who it is. That's my opinion. Yeah, well, look, I, I don't disagree with you. I, I would say, Kevin, just, you know, so people understand this. I think it's obvious enough that, you know, sometimes I, I was in the system so long, I assume things that other people don't know just because they're not in the system. But just in case anyone's wondering, the Secret Service works for the president, not the other way around. So, you know, if this thing got if this thing got stopped, um, that came the orders to do that came from someplace. And then the other thing I don't understand is how how they get their backup when someone suggests, like, where was Hunter Biden, who has a long history of cocaine problems that he himself uh, has trumpeted and written about? I, I find it, you know, a, more than a little bit grating uh, that every time we are, are given a, a, some reason to consider Hunter Biden's potentially criminal behavior, we're told, oh, you have to understand the poor kid this guy's like in his, uh, you know, mid fifties. Yeah, fifties. The poor, the poor kid uh, had, you know, this terrible cocaine problem. And then when you have a situation where there's actually cocaine, <laughs> we're not allowed to mention him. It does, it does, it does beset us with a mystery. Uh, Andrew McCarthy, thank you for your analysis and insight. We always appreciate it. Thanks, Kevin. Great to it. talk to you, Kevin McCullough. Coming right back. Don't go away. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, we always talk about how to keep your immune system on the healthy. Uh, It's your most important defense against most of the uh, wellness maladies that are out there right now. And when you talk about the little ingredients that help you the most, vitamin B12, vitamin C, vitamin D, and some zinc, you can get all of that in one place. An all-natural supply of BC Boost will help your body boost your antioxidants and fight those diseases. Uh, antioxidants like vitamin C, which helps strengthen your body's natural defense mechanisms. Uh, powerful antioxidants help harmful free ra- uh, neutralize harmful free radicals and help fight infections and oxidate stress and support a healthy immune system all the way around. Stay protected by getting your own BC Boost with BC Boost. Go to bcboost.com. That's bcboost.com. bcboost.com. This July 4th, from Angel Studios, the force behind his only son and the chosen, comes an extraordinary true story of courage and redemption. Starring Jim Caviezel, the actor renowned for his unforgettable portrayal of Jesus and the Passion, and Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino. Inspired by remarkable acts of bravery, Sound of Freedom unveils the breathtaking true events of a dangerous mission to save young innocent lives. Sound of Freedom. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Go to angel.com slash freedom for tickets. Only in theaters July 4th. I was a child when I was abducted by the Arabs. My parents used to own livestock, and my mother would do all the cooking for us. I don't remember the year that I was captured. There had never been any problems in our village. Then one day, all of a sudden, we heard that there were Arabs attacking Dinka villages throughout the south. We were so worried we could not even sleep at night. It was a big concern to my mother and my father. We were told that these Arabs were heavily armed and would kill all the animals and people when they would attack. We were very scared. Then one morning, they attacked our village. We scattered in different directions and I ran, but I was captured. 
My entire village was burned down, and I've never seen a member of my family since. Then I was taken north, into slavery. My eyes saw horrific things on that trip to the north. Women were raped right in front of us. Men were beaten, and four men were killed because they tried to fight back. They were shot dead before our eyes. Once at the slave master's house, I was pretty much starved and worked brutal hours every single day doing difficult and very, very hard work. There was no relief. And then, they raped me. My slave master did not think of me as a human. He would not even let me go to the hospital when I fell sick. And one day, I heard that there was a slave retriever from CSI close by. How I wanted to be free. That retriever secured my freedom. And thank God, I was able to return to South Sudan. Thank you to each of you who helped the slaves be free. But please don't stop until we get them all. And may I just add that we are so thankful that you have been part of the team that has helped us liberate more than 45 slaves this year already. Of the 192 that are on the list, 45 of them uh, have been liberated, and we have more that we are about to embark upon to do. You may know the violence in, in Sudan is very dangerous right now, and yet our slave liberators are more committed than ever to getting them out. Uh, to get them to safety and to get them to uh, be reunited with their family. If you'd like to help us, here's the number, 888-342-1010, or go to bringherhome.org for all the details. Bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org. Help us put an end to slavery in this lifetime, 888-342-1010. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, we always talk about how to keep your immune system on the healthy. Uh, it's your most important defense against most of the uh, wellness maladies that are out there right now. And when you talk about the little ingredients that help you the most, vitamin B12, vitamin C, vitamin D, and some zinc, you can get all of that in one place. An all-natural supply of BC Boost will help your body boost your antioxidants and fight those diseases. Uh, antioxidants like vitamin C, which helps strengthen your body's natural defense mechanisms. Uh, powerful antioxidants help harmful free uh, neutralize harmful free radicals and help fight infections and oxidate stress and support a healthy immune system all the way around. Stay protected by getting your own BC Boost with BC Boost. Go to bcboost.com. That's bcboost.com. bcboost.com. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, my next guest is no stranger to the world of Kevin McCullough Radio, etc., etc., but it's been a while since she's been with us because she's been busy. She was a press secretary for the president. She's got a thriving career at Fox News Channel. She's a busy, busy mom, and she's just written her second book, which is already a bestseller. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together and welcome Kaylee McEnany. Hello, Lady Kaylee. How are you? 
Hey, great to join you. Yep, very, very busy these days, but mostly with the mom part you mentioned. So well, I, I have a three-year-old like next to me. Let's hope that she doesn't decide to join the interview. <laughs> yes, that is a good part. Well, at this at this microphone, it's great uh, to join you. children's input is always welcomed. I talk to a lot of moms, Bethany Mandel, Carol Markowitz. There's tons of women that are on my show that uh, have have children and they've grown up while they've been doing the show and so forth. And when you met, when we met, you were an intern at Fox News working for Governor Huckabee, and now you've got two kids. Like sometimes it just blows my brain, Kaylee, how 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 far we've come. Um, I want to ask you about time like, flies. Yep. I want to ask you about a series of things um, these days. I don't I don't know Corinne Jean Pierre personally in any capacity. I don't uh, I don't like a lot of her politics. I don't generally tend to. Uh, try to form opinions about people that I don't know very well, but there's there's certainly a, a sense of empathy that I have had for her in recent days and John Kirby and a few other press secretaries in the administration, because it seems like they are being constantly asked to peddle a bill of goods that they may not know, but that are obviously patently false. And I'm just curious if you could compare your days behind that podium to what you see happening in that press room on a regular basis. Yeah, you know, initially I wondered uh, how much access the press secretary had to the president because Jen Psaki was asked um, if she had Oval Office walk-in privileges and she declined to say, which led me to believe, you know, who are you speaking for if you don't have regular access to the president of the United States? Just based on what I saw, uh, it seems like that was remedied and perhaps she was, you know, led into more meetings throughout her tenure and Karine Jean-Pierre, it seems to be the case. I saw her sitting at the NATO table with the president. So perhaps they've woken up to the fact that you need your spokesperson um, to, to kind of be in the know as to what the president of the United States is thinking. Um, but it's a, a fun job, a challenging job. I think one of the, the reasons um, I was able to do the job um, was because of my interest in the subject matter. I loved policy myself. Mm-hmm. I was interested in it. So I would regularly pick up the phone, talk to department heads, ask for data, you know, ask where they got their sourcing and their facts. And because it was a passion, I think it came through at the podium. So I think to thrive at the job, you've got to, you've got to be an investigator yourself and, and want to and have interest in these matters. Well, and certainly I think, Kaylee, your time behind the podium was like that. And by the way, for the record, I think, a, I, and I've known several of you in that position. I knew you, I knew Sarah Sanders, maybe longer than any of the others. I I, I knew Sean, I knew uh, Dana, I knew Tony Snow, I knew Ari Fleischer. I mean, I've known a lot of people in that position. And the what one of the things I've always appreciated about at least those of you that I had contact with is that there was a real effort at least for those of you that worked in those administrations, to tell the truth. My frustration, and you kind of skated on the question a little bit, but I'll give you a second uh, swipe at it here. It seems like this group is either being prevented from telling the truth, or maybe they're participating in some level. I mean, just the Coke in the White House story has changed three times on where the location was, and she puts up questions like, or she puts up, protestations like i'm not going to comment it's the secret services investigation and then oh by the way let me fill in the blank on a bunch of information that doesn't really help you gather an opinion about it i'm just going to add you add some stuff to it that you didn't ask for in other words it sometimes feels like there's uh there's smoke and mirrors going on well there for sure is i mean with the cocaine story for instance to your point the story changed many times if this would have happened under my tenure i would have gone to the secret service office myself and said tell me the story. This can't keep changing. What is the truth of the matter? 
um, the the absolutely incomprehensible answers to is this a Biden family member that we should be thinking about? First, you have a deputy that cites the Hatch Act, which has nothing to do with that. The Hatch Act has right. to do with not affecting elections. Then Kareem Jean-Pierre gets another stab at the question and she mocks the questioner and says that's an irresponsible question. If I was in the White House, I would have gone to Trump and said, "There, what do you say? And he said he would say absolutely not. And I would have gone to the podium and said I spoke with the president. He said under no circumstance was this a member of the Trump family. So why right. she didn't do that? I mean, I'll leave that to your listeners to answer. But uh, it's it's been confounding uh, the head in the sand approach we've seen on this subject matter in particular. Well, and I'm going to speculate here. This is me, not Kaylee, saying it, but I don't I don't think it's that confounding. I think it's just a cover up. I think that it's pretty easy to see that there's one person in the president's inner circle who's a former addict, has written about it in a book. We have a laptop full of pictures that seem to demonstrate it. And uh, and it wasn't just the coke, Kaylee. Did you hear about the two bags of weed they found uh, just before the end of the year? I mean, this is evidently there's a lot going on in that White House. Yeah, there uh, evidently there is. And, you know, you if I, I would say this, if I'm Joe Biden and my press secretary and the deputy have answered in this manner, I would have been upset if this was not my family member. I would have said, look, this is inexcusable communications coming from the White House press shop. Yeah. But what did he do? He was he has been asked about it and he is silent on the matter. So yep. it all adds to suspicions among the American public as to why the president won't even answer the question, much less his press secretary. Well, and I think, you know, that the press secretaries, I mean, you guys all have a life beyond the White House, right? You're always, I mean, you're going to serve your time for the administration that you're with. And then you're looking down the road. And for you, there was always an interest in being in cable TV and being a culture, a cultural observer and commentator. And so, and that's what you get to do now. But I think even John Kirby and Corinne Jean Pierre at some point have to say, well, is this worth falling on my sword for? Am I going to ruin my career? Uh, just to save this, you know, batty old man in the White House, a, a little bit more embarrassment. I, I just don't know how long that lasts. I feel I feel kind of empathetic for him, even though I disagree with him on every every level. Let me ask you the, um, the new gig at Fox middays. Uh, you and Harris are tearing it up. Uh, two of my favorite people on planet Earth. Um, how much fun are you having? Oh, it is great. And Emily Campagno, too. The, yes. the three of us, we truly love each other, being around each other. Um, it's a blast, especially as we're heading into the 2024 election season. Um, just it, it's exciting. It's horse race politics and we're off to the races, not to mention the other fun topics that we do that give our show a lighter feel. Um, and it, we have fun. If you can't tell, we do have fun. Yes. The, the, the 2024 election is shaping up kind of interesting. And before we take this break, uh, Tucker Carlson got Mike Pence to say something this weekend at the turning point uh, conference. And I'm just curious what went through your head when you heard him say, that's not my concern. Yeah, I think it was um, taken out of context a bit. A little from what bit, I saw. for sure. Um, yes. I, I think because I, I know Vice President Mike Pence personally, I can tell you that man loves this country. I sat in many coronavirus tax force briefings with him. So I think it was taken out of context. I mean, he obviously has an opinion on the Ukraine war that is different than others in our party. Um, there's there's it's a, you know, divergent views among the Republican field on this issue. Um, but it was my view that that was taken out of context from what I saw. All right. Kaylee McEnany, former press secretary for President Trump and a current Fox News commentator and host of Outnumbered. She rejoins us after this quick break. Stay here.
This July 4th, from Angel Studios, the force behind his only son and the chosen, comes an extraordinary true story of courage and redemption. Starring Jim Caviezel, the actor renowned for his unforgettable portrayal of Jesus and the Passion, and Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino. Inspired by remarkable acts of bravery, Sound of Freedom unveils the breathtaking true events of a dangerous mission to save young innocent lives. Sound of Freedom. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Go to angel.com slash freedom for tickets. Only in theaters July 4th. Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. I'm older and I have more energy, just like all the commercials that I see on TV. So it really is a help uh, to my well-being. I'm 80 years old. I clean up after 450 kids in a cafeteria for three hours. And then I clean 300 steps. And then I, I vacuum carpets and clean halls in five hours because you know, for an 80-year-old, that's a lot to do. And I still have energy after work. I consider it a, a great success. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. For a limited time this summer, get $25 off your first order as a preferred customer, plus a free fruits and veggies travel set with free shipping and our money-back guarantee. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I want to talk to you about immune systems. You know, that part of you that helps you fight off things like the common cold, which happens to be a coronavirus, COVID-19, RSV, other upper respiratory infections. Plus, maybe you feel, uh, I don't know, worn down or stressed out. Maybe you need help regulating blood pressure or insulin. Did you know that vitamin D3 does all of that? Vitamin D is not really a vitamin. It's a different type of substance. Your body actually helps make it when sunshine is exposed. But it also plays a very big role in your immune system. And if you have autoimmune dysfunction, it even helps you in that regard. Get your D3 all you need by taking BC Boost. Dr. Jeanette Nishwat's uh, little creation, BC Boost, it's combination of b12 vitamin c vitamin d and a little bit of zinc to help you stay immune positive that's bcboost.com bcboost.com obliterating confusion amplifying truth and pursuing clarity it's kevin mccullough radio 
As we were going to the break, you probably didn't catch it, but there was a little baby's cry in the background in, in uh, wherever Kaylee McEnany is joining us from. And she uh, uh, and, and that's that's one of her babies. And she's uh, welcome to be on the show, along with her <laughs> lovely mama. Serenity in the Storm, Living Through the Chaos. Uh, this is the new book by uh, Kaylee McEnany. And um, Kaylee, you have never been one. Uh, this is something that we've shared about, talking about on the air for a long time, going back to even your uh, pre-Harvard days. Um, but you've always leaned on Jesus as a significant uh, life force for you. He is your savior. He has saved you. You have been open about that. You you love to look at the events of the day through that prism. And I'm one that's grateful for that. What's the new book about? Why did you feel compelled to write it at this time? And what is it that you want people to get from it? You know, I, I've, we have politics and we have um, our faith. And those are two things that I, I've loved my whole life. One far more than the other, my faith, because um, it animates every other part of my life. But um, when you look at the political landscape, I, I've loved politics since I was an eight-year-old girl. I mean, I was interested in the Bob Dole election. I mean, like going way back. Um, so, you know, <laughs> And that does demonstrate commitment there. If you were a Bob Dole girl at that age, you, you <laughs> yes. had a lot of interest. Hey, I had a lot of interest, yes. Um, but I, I realized growing, going through life that sometimes the church remains separate from the body politics. And of course, there there shouldn't be a state religion. I'm not suggesting that. But we as churches shouldn't sit on the sidelines because the issues animating the, our cultural conversation um, are issues like life, which scripture has a lot to say on. Um, the Bible is emphatically pro-life. You can't walk away um, without getting that um, that message or education where you see God being chased out of school. And I think a lot of the violence we see is an offshoot of um, children who are not moored in something bigger than themselves, you know, selfie culture, not looking to the creator of self. So this book was an effort to highlight these issues and highlight the importance of faith um, and people of faith having a voice in the political landscape. Some of the things you take on are more of the cultural based uh, items. And certainly with the roll of the dice that the uh, progressive agenda has put into our schools with this uh, transitioning of children from their biological sex to imagine genders uh, and and other uh, aspects of some of that type of uh, thing have really threatened mothers in ways that we have not seen in recent years. And I'm curious if your hunch is that the left may be overplaying its hand when it comes to uh, taking the mother's vote for granted here. There's no doubt about it. Um, so when I wrote Serenity in the Storm, it was before um, a lot of a lot of what we're seeing recently, this coalition of people of faith of different faiths, Christian, Jewish, Hindu, Muslim, you're seeing protesting across the country saying, you know, in, in the case of Maryland, I believe it was the Muslim population saying with Christians. So so both groups protesting together saying you're not even allowing me to opt my child out of a right. curriculum where you're trying to teach sex to my elementary school child and you won't allow me to opt out. Um, so this this uh, total uh, degradation of the parent and separation of the parent from the child from, you know, not telling uh, not telling a parent that your child's going by a different pronoun or a different name and locking the parent out of that kind of you know, discussion with with their child. Um, it, it's absolutely insidious what we're seeing. And we saw what happened in Virginia, a tremendous victory with Glenn Youngkin. And I think uh, not not to be underestimated. It is this issue of education as we head into a general election next year. I'm anticipating that since the schools really have not changed their tone since 22, that that's going to be an even more intense area of uh, of uh, dis- discussion this time. 
I think so. I mean, I, I this poll, and again, we've talked about polling and how it can be off, but um, not off by as large of the margins of what I saw when I looked at this Washington Post poll that asked about these issues. It asked about biological men and women's sports. It asked about teaching sex to kindergarten through third grade. And remember, they called that the, quote, don't say gay bill in Florida. That's right, not what right. it was. It was about not teaching sex to kids. When they poll these issues, hormone treatment, um, these are 80-20 issues with on balance, anywhere from 65 to 80 percent saying, no, 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 no biological men and women's sports. Don't teach sex to my kindergartner. And when I saw yeah. those numbers, I mean, it's jaw dropping. I asked your predecessor, Mr. Spicer, last week. And when I have uh, Governor Sanders on here in a week or two, I'm going to ask her the same question. Um, how do you see the first four states at this point? It's just you're just, you know, gazing into the crystal ball. There's no magic here. But um, what what do you think? How do you think the first four states are going to go for the Republicans? Well, at this point, I mean, if you look at any poll in, in any of those states, and I've looked at them as recently as Friday, um, Trump is ahead by 30 points in all of the early states. That's an enormous margin um, for anyone to to catch up. You've got to create movement. And I think that movement, if there is any movement, you would start to see it on August 23rd after the Fox News debate when these candidates will have a bigger audience than they've ever had. So, right. you know, we'll see. But at this point, it's far and away. Uh, Donald Trump is the front runner. And, um, you know, I, I I've, I've seen him pull out some some pretty major victories in my time around him. Kaylee McEnany, so good to talk to you, friend, and her newest book, um, uh, Serenity in the Storm, Living Through Chaos by Leaning on Christ. Get your copy. Kaylee, uh, take those babies home and give them a good afternoon. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much, Kevin. Great to talk to you. Kevin McCullough, coming right back. Don't go away. This July 4th, from Angel Studios, the force behind his only son and the chosen, comes an extraordinary true story of courage and redemption. Starring Jim Caviezel, the actor renowned for his unforgettable portrayal of Jesus and the Passion, and Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino. Inspired by remarkable acts of bravery, Sound of Freedom unveils the breathtaking true events of a dangerous mission to save young innocent lives. Sound of Freedom. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Go to angel.com slash freedom for tickets. Only in theaters July 4th. For those of you that know, we have been doing all that we can to help liberate human trafficking and human slaves uh, with Christian Solidarity International this year. It's our annual cause, and we have 192 names of women that need our assistance this year. Uh, Women that have experienced some excruciating things. And I want to say thank you to those of you that have already called, 888-342-1010. We have helped liberate uh, more than a dozen now this year. I want to tell you the story of Ayak. Ayak uh, was born in northern Sudan. She was born into slavery. Her mother and father had been taken from South Sudan when they were just young kids. Uh, and she grew up as a slave's uh, child. She saw her mother regularly be beaten by her Arab slave master. Then there was the day that her father was told to go to the farm to work. But because of how sick he was, he physically couldn't walk. His master got so angry at him, he said, you dirty, dirty, dirty dog. If you don't go to the farm, you will die. He couldn't walk. So the Arab master shot my father dead right in front of me, says Ayak when she tells her story later. Uh, As she was growing up and getting a little bit older, that master sold her out to another master who raped her repeatedly, who forced her to uh, commit uh, genital mutilation on herself and who told her that uh, she would not get to keep the children that she had from that slave master. 
Uh, she would do hard work every day, carry water, long distances, uh, clean clothing, clean things in the house, uh, take abuse from the Arab master's wife. She said, I have seen so many slaves in the area who face the same thing as me. She said, but then one day a retriever found me. I was walking to the well to fetch water. He asked me to leave and go with him. His name was Osman Bashir, and he had many men with him. They took me to his camp and brought me back to South Sudan. Friends, that's the story of an actual liberation of an actual slave. And that's the people that we help when you call 888-342-1010. There are 175 women that we know we can yet save this year. We just need your help. 888-342-1010. 888-342-1010. Help us liberate every slave right now. For $250, you not only affect their liberation, but you set them up with everything they need for a new life uh, in their home in South Sudan, uh, including grain, seed, utensils, uh, other things that they need to create uh, a life for themselves. And you do it when you call 888-342-1010. Or go to bringherhome.org. If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us and glad to welcome back Shelly Goldberg this one time a week where we help you become a better parent or maybe a grandparent or somebody who just has kids in your life and you want to be a good influence on them. Shelly has been helping us do this for a few years now. In fact, we've got an entire library of helps that she has been preparing called the Parenting Express. You can get them at the Kevin McCullough podcast page of your favorite aggregator anywhere. Shelly, it was a couple of weeks ago when you were last with us due to some uh, unforeseen circumstances, but you're back. And we had just begun a very interesting topic when you were with us the last time. Yes, Kevin, it's something called emotional dysregulation. It sounds, uh, you know, a little strange. You know, you hear it and you say, what is that? I've never heard it before. But as I start to to explain it, I guarantee you there's going to be somebody in your family, some friend of yours, a child, a grown child, an adolescent, somebody who who it's it's going to fit them in, in some way. And and I'll give you the ways that, that you can work with this. Gotcha. I'll tell you first what emotional dysregulation is not. It's not having intense emotions because intense emotions are part of the human condition, the human experience. We're not getting out of this alive. We're all going to feel this. Uh, intense anger, sadness, excitement. That's the good stuff. People who have emotional dysregulation dysregulation are people who have the inability to manage those emotions. It's feeling, it's having these feelings come on too fast. They come on too intense, too often. I would describe it as having intense emotions and not being able to get back to baseline. Mm. You, you feel overwhelmed. You don't you don't know how to soothe yourself. You know, it's the person who gets super angry, uh, maybe the teenager, the young adult. And two hours later, they're still fuming. And this happening over and over and over again. Mm. And some of the signs of emotional dysregulation would be uh, frequent mood swings, uh, explosive behavior, angry outbursts, um, feeling, you know, overly emotional a lot, a lot. Who would get this? Kids uh, and adults who have ADHD and ADD might be prone to emotional dysregulation, bipolar disorder, childhood trauma, 
major depression, major anxiety, uh, post-traumatic stress if your child is being bullied in school. Those are places where, where this might emerge. So we had talked about this, and I recap, but now what do you do? If you see this in yourself, in your child, in your grown child, and with a friend, what do you do? So here's part two. What works very effectively is something called DBT, and that's dialectical behavior therapy. It's a kind of cognitive therapy. And what you're really doing is you're helping the, the person to understand their emotions and to reduce their emotional vulnerability. Hmm. And you, you want to build up one's tolerance for the, for the unpleasant feelings that we all have when we're feeling overly emotional. So how do you do this? How does DBT work? And, and by the way, it's a great place to go. I'll give your, your audience um, a website that will give them more information if they would like you know, uh, to read further about this. Sure. So what do you do? Number one, DBT uses mindfulness. That means you're teaching the person to stay in the present. So when they're getting angry or upset, they're not thinking, you know, this person did this to me. My friend did this to me in school last week. Well, I remember they did the same thing a month ago. They're staying in the present with what's happening at that very moment. Two, it's with uh, DBT, children and, and adults are learning that negative emotions are just a part of life and talking about that in, in great depth. Three, learning to identify your emotions, label them, give them a name. So so a, a young person, teen can say, I'm feeling so angry or I'm just feeling so upset. Let me think about it. Yes, the feeling is I'm feeling sad, but they, they start to actually identify what is the precise feeling that's making them feel so out of sorts. Other things that DBT uses, oddly enough, regular exercise. Very important. So when you're feeling overwhelmed going for that run, the run in the park, that really can siphon off a lot of um, of, of that overwhelming emotional feeling. Five, taking the opposite act. What does that mean? So you're teaching a young person or an adult, if they're full of fear, you're going to teach them how to act brave. If they're full of anxiety, they're going to show confidence. And enorm- now, I, I know it sounds counterintuitive, but it actually works. Uh, another thing that DBT uses is avoiding procrastination, teaching people to avoid procrastination. Why? Because procrastination worsens stress to such a high degree that, that I mean, they've had numerous studies on this. So if you want to bring down the, the, the stress level tremendously, you want to teach your, your kids how to avoid procrastinating. Kevin, your thoughts? Does this ring true for anyone that you know? Or Well, I'm not thinking of people um, externally in particular. I'm, I'm trying to evaluate if maybe I had some of this uh, when I was a teenager and had uh, more, you know, emotional um, outbursts around the time that my mom died and some other things. I just, I think that there were a lot of things going on in me that sometimes burst out. And I did feel in the midst of all of that, very out of control. And, um, it was a long road to kind of get to where I am now. I think oddly, one of the things that I think helps me manage, um, my feelings, which I still feel very deeply about things, but, uh, I got to say is yoga, the whole practice of non-attachment, you know, letting, letting things go, 
that I don't have control of, you know, that's, that's been very helpful for me. And I'm trying to uh, get that uh, across to my kids as well. But I think, um, I, I think this has been very helpful and friends, I don't know if, if you have a child or someone that you know, that would uh, benefit from some of this information, but you can get this episode and the previous one with Shelly, where she went into kind of the, um, the examples of it uh, from the uh, parenting express uh, podcast archive. And it might be worth forwarding on to some people that, um, that are, are struggling with it or dealing with it. And Shelly, it's always great to have your, uh, your analysis and your insight for us. We really are grateful. And by the way, Kevin, thank you. Thank you for that. But that's why I love talking to you so much, because just by bringing in yoga, <laughs> you're always bringing in something. We're going to add that to the list. Yeah. Bravo. And, and that's also a wonderful thing to remember is that when you talk to other people, they can always add to all the things we're talking about. They'll that's add true. to the list. They'll come up with something that they found worked for them or worked for their child. So it, it always you know, it's always good to add to the toolbox. So thank you. I think thank so. You, I think having a few, few, you know, I want as many people's tips and secrets as I can possibly get because I need as much help as possible. We all do. We all do. That's it. it. That's that's a wonderful thing to know as as, as a human being. That, yeah. That's uh, yeah. Kelly Goldberg, so always appreciate it. Thank you, uh, Kevin McCullough. Coming right back. Don't go away. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I ran this by my doctor. I always run it by her, everything I take. And I told her I've been taking this for a while. Is this, is this okay to take? She goes, oh, this is wonderful for you to take. Keep taking it. She goes, I approved this. This is very good. So she said, yes, she said, this is one thing you can take that's very good. I'm not going to stop taking Balance of Nature. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call one 800 246 or go to balanceofnature.com. For a limited time this summer, get $25 off your first order as a preferred customer, plus a free fruits and veggies travel set with free shipping and our money-back guarantee. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. This July 4th, from Angel Studios, the force behind his only son and the chosen, comes an extraordinary true story of courage and redemption. Starring Jim Caviezel, the actor renowned for his unforgettable portrayal of Jesus and the Passion, and Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino. Inspired by remarkable acts of bravery, Sound of Freedom unveils the breathtaking true events of a dangerous mission to save young innocent lives. Sound of Freedom. 
Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Go to angel.com slash freedom for tickets. Only in theaters July 4th. What you need to know when you need it. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Thank you for hanging out with us on this Thursday and uh, appreciate uh, all that uh, you are doing uh, to uh, help us uh, each day uh, change this world for the better. Um, It's very interesting. Over the last couple of days, well, some of you know that my Salem News Channel show on Saturday nights, we we have uh, featured guest musical artists uh, every week. Uh, and this week we are featuring, because Jim Caviezel is going to be our guest from the Sound of Freedom film, we are featuring uh, Justin Gesso, who did the soundtrack song for that movie as the song of the week and the artist of the week. Um, and so I'm going to be a week delayed in getting to the number one artist uh, for uh, the country this week, which is uh, Jason Aldean. Uh, he released a new song this week called Not in a Small Town. And it's interesting the reaction that this has stirred up because he basically makes the case that the violence in the cities, the crime in the cities, the murder in the cities, the recklessness in the cities, the um, riots in the cities, that these are not indicative of small towns and that. If someone brought that kind of violence to a small town, a small town would uh, gather itself together and defend itself and put that violence down and say, no, we're not going to accept that in this small town. That's the message of the song. And yet, if you if you go on social media. Cheryl Crow and others uh, have. um weighed in on this and said, well, no, this song, this song is, is advocating violence, that this song is, is advocating, uh, you know, violence uh, against people that they disagree with. Some people have gone so far as to say it's racist because they just assume, I guess, all small towns are white or something. I don't know, which if you lived in the South, as I did growing up, you knew that many small towns weren't white. So it's not, I don't think having a small town, it's not an, an equivalent to racial stereotypes. And the song doesn't mention race at all. It does. It does use some interesting uh, visuals in the video in terms of like the post George Floyd riots and, and stuff like that, that it is reacting against. But it is not even specifically a song focused on the rioters. It is the difference in people that will accept certain behavior in their towns and cities and those that won't. And he's saying in the America that he wants to live in, he wants to live in a place where where riots are stopped, where criminal behavior is stopped, where violence is stopped, where attacks against police are stopped. That's the message of the song, not in a small town. And it is remarkably bizarre to see big Hollywood, big Nashville, Uh, coming after him with both barrels saying that he's trying to do the opposite of what the song actually is attempting to do. That's it for today. Kevin McCullough, thank you for being here. I so appreciate it. you miss any part of the show, get the podcast at your favorite podcast aggregator. Just look for Kevin McCullough Radio anywhere and everywhere you get your podcasts. 
We'll see you again next time.